Hi guys. Um, today we're coming to you from Satan's armpit, aka <laughs> London anyway. <laughs> At one time a year when it finally gets hot and then we just fucking complain about <laughs> it. We just moan for a week solid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Sarah say that was really hot. It's hot. That's really, really hot. It's hot. Um, yeah. But we're gonna push through <laughs> just for you. <laughs> We purchased a second fan today. Oh my gosh, it's uh, it's necessary. We have two old times. Yeah, you gotta do it. I'm surprised they're only left in the shops. I know. Heard they were sold out, man. Yeah. So um, I don't know about you, but I spent many, many hours watching these shows in my teenagers. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And it was great i have no regrets <laughs> what's your kind of relationship with reality tv of the noughties in general like did you watch everything going or their specific things when like which show got you into it i mean i feel like i used to watch a lot of like mtv shows yeah i remember watching like cribs and stuff as well <laughs> wasn't my main yeah. one but <laughs> yes god we could do a whole episode just on mtv shows there was uh, it was a vast vast array yeah you really could but um, I feel like maybe the hills was like one of the first ones I watched to be fair that was kind of an OG wasn't it mm-hmm. same did you watch Laguna Beach I never did I feel like maybe that was slightly too early for us yeah I think I definitely think I just saw reruns I don't think I saw it like as it was coming out no no there was another one called Newport Harbour. Oh, even more do not remember that one. <laughs> just super similar to Laguna Beach, like the same vibe, just a different like mm. coastal LA rich town. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically like real life Gossip Girl. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, that was probably my entry. So we've picked we picked a few faves for today because we obviously can't cover uh, the history of reality TV. Um, so <laughs> we're going to do a bit of The Hills, a bit of Made in Chelsea, and oh. a bit of X Factor. I think a good a good array. So we've much gold. American English and then competition based. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel like I also had to give an honourable mention to like some other ones that I was obsessed with. Like I used to religiously watch The Apprentice. Like every single uh, series like that was yeah that gave us some iconic moments not gonna lie didn't they get do a kids one too yeah junior apprentice <laughs> just like oh and I miss the old days when they used to like give them a job and it like because now it's like they're just investing in their business idea or whatever but like back in the day it was they used to give them yeah a job. that was the point of it to start with it was like they were gonna go and be like lord sugars like I don't know not like assistant but like assistant right hand person <laughs> like it's obviously wipe his ass yeah <laughs> and yeah I also was like yeah. weirdly obsessed with dancing on ice <laughs> if you ever watched that oh <laughs> no so like I've never really been a strictly See, person. I feel I feel like I have a lot of holes in my reality TV <laughs> but I, I just had a few faves yeah. I wasn't an aficionado mm. aficionado yeah you know <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I was so obsessed with Dancing on Ice, but it was just something about it, you know, still. I like, even when I watch the Winter Olympics now, I'm just like, it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, all I know about Dancing on Ice is those iconic clips of uh, Gemma. Oh, my God. Um, oh, when she fell over. 
I don't even know her surname anymore. What is her surname? The GC. At the GC. But like, she's <laughs> so big that I feel like she's become like a monolith. Like she's like Madonna. I'm Gemma Collins, babe. I'm 34. I burn my diva ship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were, we're not even going to talk about Towie, but like, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. And like her and Big Brother, when I was like sad <laughs> in lockdown, <laughs> yeah. I would literally just go on YouTube and put in Gemma Collins, Big Brother, and watch a like 20 oh minute God. compilation. It's incredible. She's just so funny. Like, it's. Do you know what clip I'm obsessed with? It's that one where she's talking to is it Tiffany Pollard and she's like, she's like, if someone's upset, offer to make them a tea. And she's like, really? She's like, yeah, babe, tea and coffee's everything. <laughs> like if I offered to make you a tea it's like saying can I give you a grand <laughs> she's, yeah. she's so wise it's I'm true. obsessed with her um I love that clip started circulating about when everyone's doing the fucking quizzes and that clip mm-hmm. of her being like I don't want to play any more fucking games <laughs> oh my god that era was cursed sorry to bring it up but um yeah like I was weirdly never a strictly person. Like I, I've literally watched like the odd episode ever, but Dancing on Ice, I was like yeah, fully same. I was fully in it. I went to the tour. Yeah. I went to the live show. Oh wow. Who did and did you see anyone big? Oh god, I literally <laughs> can't even remember now who was there. Generally C listers, so Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's that's generous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah back to the hills I mean this is really my only baby reality tv wise like I'm pretty shit on everything else but this is the only one that <laughs> grasped me really got you fully like from start to finish I mean I was looking back and on like the, some clips and like the early days they were they were like babies like they were so young yeah like they, they started it when they were 18 basically because they were like they were fresh off Laguna Beach which was so Lauren came from Laguna Beach and she graduated high school did a year in uni or something and then like did the hills so she was probably 19 when she started the hills and I think like ev- everyone forgets that yeah so she didn't even finish like college she just like no she did she basically she started a course um it's psychotic how much I know about her life um she started a course <laughs> in San Francisco um and then it was a whole storyline on Laguna Beach that she basically dropped out like after the first term and like moved back uh... and then she ended up moving to LA and then she did go to uni or like college obviously as they say um but that's kind of in the first few theories because she's like doing uni but she's also like got her internship at Teen Vogue so but yeah they are super young and I think like I think it's kind of worth remembering how fucking young they are because like I'm the first person to like criticize Lauren mostly uh spoiler alert I'm a Heidi girl not a Lauren (laughs) um (gasps) oh interesting but then I'm like they're children (laughs) like there's only so much you can criticize a fucking teenager you know Oh my god, yeah, so totally true. Yeah, I really remember the whole like Lauren trying to get a job in fashion like storyline, yeah. and I was watching a clip of that the bit where she's doing the internship at Teen Vogue, and she has to like throw a party and stuff, and like 
the friends all turn up even though she told them not to <laughs> and then her boss gets really pissed yes. off at her I remember like, yeah because Whitney's working with her and she's on the door like should I let them in <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then her boss like we'll talk about this on Monday she's like, I know Shit. and that's like that's when Heidi was in her like party girl era which was oh my, my favorite God. era of her yes <laughs> before the life got slowly sucked out of her by Spencer my god Spencer awful also I completely forgot that his sister was in Made in Chelsea crossover and then she was also in the hills Stephanie yeah Um, yeah and then she went back to the hills new beginnings which (laughs) I tried to watch like we won't even talk about it like I tried to watch it it was just it was fucking terrible and she was like I didn't even know that was a thing oh it's shite they tried to reboot it like two years ago um they only did a season and it was crap um but like um like Stephanie like casually says on there um because they bring Misha Barton in uh, Misha Barton oh, weird. in for this new one it's so random and they're like on the beach in the first episode and she's like yeah I've been in London for a while <laughs> like <laughs> just say you're on Made in Chelsea <laughs> like this thing about like reality shows I kind of want them to I don't know what you'd call it like would you call it breaking the third wall like talk mm. about the fact that you're on a show you know yeah, what I mean like it's yeah. kind of I think at this point anyway like early 2000s I guess you didn't have to but now like reality tv is just like so far in its so I don't everywhere. know life and yeah I, yeah it's on like meta almost <laughs> yeah like I always want them to like talk about the fact that like today they have cameras in their apartment yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean it's just like it's a crazy weird thing and they have to pretend they have these like lives and jobs outside of it and it's like mm. this is your job <laughs> like know. we know that it's like, um, I was thinking about it when watching Below Deck, which I got really obsessed with recently as well. Honourable mention. Oh my God, yes, actually. It's like, I always forget that there are cameras there because like, they're literally on the this boat. Like, it's a massive boat, obviously. It's like a fucking super yacht. But like, I'm always like, this must be so weird. Like, the kitchen, in the kitchen and stuff, like they've got cameras there at all times. Like, it must be so crowded. <laughs> like, yeah. they must all have to like, fit around each other and stuff but like somehow you forget that they're even being filmed like it's just so realistic yeah I think like in that one especially because they literally are doing an actual job like as well as being filmed I feel like you probably just kind of not forget they're there but they just they're so busy and like Mm. hectic in that show yeah they have to get on with it yeah (laughs) I just don't know how they have space like those galleys and shit so small Oh my god, yeah. I always think that, and like they, li- they, I mean, they film them in their cabins and stuff. Like that's really gross. Let's not get into that. <laughs> yeah, I find some of those shots really weird. I don't like it. Oh, they always film the girls like taking their, you know, getting changed, putting yeah. their pajamas on or whatever, but like in their bras and like tossing and, and like, turning why? in the night, and they're like roll over. Yeah, and, like, like why are we filming this? Come on, always in their underwear because it's like the Caribbean or whatever, and you're just like, Fucking do we hot. need this? Yeah, gross, unnecessary. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> back to the hills. Um... I was like looking at some of the iconic bits and like I feel like Lauren's mascara tear has become a person in itself <laughs> like so how many gifts have been made of that oh my god huge like I was thinking about kind of favorite quotes that I've got from the season and I was mm-hmm. like the, the tear like that is it's a person so that's a quote yeah <laughs> it's a character on the show 
honestly oh we'll have to post the gif if anyone doesn't remember it but um iconic <laughs> so that's during her like is that during her big like fight with audrina i think so i think it's when um audrina is gonna move out like when they've it's after they live in those apartments and they moved into like a nice house um with Lo and audrina and then like the divide begins mm. <laughs> and, yeah um, yeah <laughs> I think that's when it is. But I forgot all about Lowe. So what, what's what's your kind of opinion on the girls? Like, are you a Lauren uh, stan? Do you know what? I don't know if I was ever as into it as you, but I also, I didn't like love Heidi. I never liked her, to be honest, really. Fair enough. <laughs> make, make, it, make your pitch. <laughs> I think I just found her, like, really annoying and, like, selfish. And obviously Spencer was just like the biggest twat in the universe. And it was just like, how could you possibly want to be with him? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he had his moments, but she could be awful as well. Like I was watching this clip of when she like pretended to be pregnant to see how he would react. (laughs) Do you remember this? No, I don't remember that. (laughs) Yeah. And then she was like, oh, well, I'm not. I just wanted to like see what you would do. (laughs) It's like really manipulative. Oh my god. I'm not gonna lie, like on some of my rewatches in the like later seasons, I ended up like fast forwarding uh Spendy's um scenes Spendy. because because they were Wait, just Spidey, so... isn't it? Oh Spidey. Spidey. Um, <laughs> it was just like so cartoonish and like scripted in the end that I was like, I don't even want to watch this scene. Like it's yeah. insane. I remember like their wedding and everything was filmed, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, they had a few. <laughs> and they had a few engagements. <laughs> they loved it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just think, like, I don't, I don't, I just, I still don't understand why Lauren was the center of the show because I honestly find her just like quite dull and boring. And just yeah. like, she would never be on reality TV now because she, like, she just gives nothing, <laughs> like, absolutely nothing. <laughs> Oh, do you think like the characters have got like more exaggerated over the years? Like you have to be really out there. Yeah. Well, like I don't know. Well, also like I don't watch reality TV anymore, so it's hard for me to know or compare because yeah. I'm honestly just stuck in 2005. <laughs> but um, I have been watching a bit of Selling Sunset. Ah. Uh... Um, and like they are ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like Christine <laughs> is just like so ridiculously over the top yeah I think to be fair like maybe that is what it takes in like the earlier seasons when they were still like a bit messy like they always got drunk like you could tell when they were in the club and they were talking like they were getting slurred Mm. and they'd go home and like have those conversations like after the club like eating fucking chips and stuff I'm like (laughs) yeah this is what I want like this is real and like Lauren was so much better then. And then I think after kind of the first two seasons, mm-hmm. which is fair enough because like, I don't know what it's like to like be fucking on TV all over the world. I think she just got so much more controlled over what she showed. Yeah. And then like, it was just wasn't even worth her being in the show anymore. Because <laughs> then she was just, she was just there like as a vessel to be like, I'm the golden girl of MTV and reality TV and like, but like she just gave nothing so I kind of understand why like Spencer and Heidi ended up being like such caricatures because they were like basically the only entertainment in the end (laughs) is like 
we're getting nothing from Lauren. Like we never saw any of her relationships really, apart from like the very beginning with Jason. Yeah. Like she just didn't show her love life on it after that. Like she wasn't friends with Heidi anymore. And like all we saw is her like go on boring <laughs> nights out and dates once in a while and then like talk in the closet mm. to Whitney about them. And like it, it just it just boggles my mind that she was the center of the show. Like it just didn't make sense. Well, that's why she got booted out for uh, Kristen in the end. She definitely didn't get booted out. She left. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was replaced with uh, <laughs> someone more fun. <laughs> but I love Kristen. I think she's mm. so, like, she's reality TV. Like, mm. she's fun. And, like, she's willing to... And, like, you know, obviously we know now that, like, a lot of the storylines and stuff are produced and exaggerated and not real. Oh, but yeah. At least, like, Kristen will go along with them and she just created, like, far more interesting TV. And, like, obviously it was kind of fake. Like, the first episode when she comes in and, like, tries to fight Audrina at the pool. Oh, and, like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's not real, but, look, it's fun. <laughs> like, you know what? That's what it's all about. Should we, should we talk a little bit about uh, Teen Vogue? Yeah. Whitney and Lauren's meeting place. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when, like, they had this whole, like, opportunity to go to Paris and Lauren's like, no, I'm not going to go because I have a boyfriend. Paris is like, you'll always be known as the one that didn't go to Paris. (laughs) This is a fucking internship. (laughs) This is a summer (laughs) internship. Can we calm down? It's very, um, it's very Devil Wears Prada and uh, Emily Blunt not going to go to Paris. (laughs) (laughs) She's acting as if it's like ruined her career in the fashion industry. Yeah, but also at like nineteen, just like don't even bother. What a what a wet blanket! Like just go. Do you know what I mean? Honest, she should have gone, but awful. <laughs> the reaction was a, a bit catastrophic. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Obviously, she should have gone. I love that she stayed behind for her like loser boyfriend. Yeah, and then that was it. We all make mistakes at nineteen. <laughs> Yeah, man. And then they literally broke up like a month later. Oh, God. It's like really soon after. (laughs) Embarrassing. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah. A fun fact I have talking of kind of uh, produced storylines is that um, do you remember when after Lauren left, when Kristen was in it, there was like a storyline about like, oh, is Kristen doing drugs? Like, does she have a coke addiction? Like, mm-hmm. she's wearing sunglasses. And um, apparently, uh, low. It's LA and it's hot. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a reach. Um, apparently, low got offered um, an Hermes Birkin bag if she would participate in that storyline and say on camera that Kristen was doing coke. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. That does not surprise me. So she agreed to do it for the bag. <laughs> for the bag. <laughs> wow. you got to do it for the Birkin. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. No. <laughs> Honestly. It's kind of mad, like, knowing this behind-the-scenes stuff now, like, how it's produced. I was always so oh, yeah. confused when people start talking about that because, like, First time around watching it, I had no idea any of that was fake. I thought it was all a hundred percent like Oh no. I mean we were we were so young watching it as well. Like we would not have like thought we wouldn't have taken any of it with the pinch of salt, you know. Like you're like, <laughs> of course this is all real. Like they're just going about their daily business. <laughs> Do you remember um something I was like quite 
struck by when I was re-watching bits. I was like, the bit where Heidi, um, after she gets all the surgery and she went like to yeah. see her mum and like her mum's like really like, oh my God, what have you done to yourself? Yeah. <laughs> and it's actually like really hard to watch. Yeah. You're just like, oh God. <sighs> I mean, what do you think about her surgery? I actually have a dark fact about that whole situation is um again another like producer thing apparently um her mom and I think it's her stepdad the guy that lives in um where is it Colorado but apparently like they run a restaurant or something and like the producers offered the mom money like to help like her restaurant was failing so they offered her cash to like go on camera and like do that scene where she wow. reacts to Heidi's plastic surgery and like says it's awful so again that was literally oh how fucking dark is that <sighs> so it's oh, oh so it's kind of fake like maybe she didn't really think it was that I bad mean, realistically <laughs> she probably did because like it is I mean she probably but, like did. it's just so grim that they were like manipulating her like with cash that she needed to like do that on camera because she probably didn't want to do that on camera like with her daughter you know like it was kind of crazy that situation yeah, that's really personal yeah like so, yeah. pretty but, grim um, um but yeah. no I mean the surgery is obviously just like really disturbing like the amount that she had done in one guy was like like her face looks so different it was just it was just so dangerous like I can't remember the the stats but it was something like 10 plastic surgery procedures like all in one go and like it was just so like what the fuck like why would you risk like being like under anesthetic for that long and shit like I don't know the science but it was really dangerous anyway yeah it's really interesting because like the other none of the other girls on the show like had anywhere near that much done to them I don't think and And like I wonder what made her like feel like she needed to do that I don't know and like I think we forget how young she was as well like she was like 22 or something when she did that and she looked like before it, she looks like beautiful. Like she's a beautiful person. Like, do you know what I mean? She's and she's so yeah. like fresh faced and everything. And then like, yeah, yeah, it's so strange to see her post the surgery. I, like, I mean, it's it's hard because like I'm not in, in any way like shaming plastic surgery and like it's your own body, it's your choice and stuff. But yeah. like I think it's it's like undeniable that there's issues if you mm. you're gonna if you're gonna have that much in one go. And like and in it's such a dangerous such, way, such a young age, yeah. That's, yeah, that's like what's sad about it because it's like there's clearly kind of issues mentally or whatever. Mm, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Honestly, I just think it's sad. Like, there's not much to say about it. It's just yeah, like, exactly. Up. Yeah. Um, for a light topic, <laughs> I would. I'm going to show you some images, and I want your reaction. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> these are some. Um, we we include these on Instagram on the mm. episode, but. Um, these are some paparazzi pictures of Spencer and Heidi. Um, oh wow, can't wait! And <laughs> you could say they were orchestrated, maybe. maybe. <laughs> you describe this image. Oh my god, what is so? Is she holding a book? I mean, that's the first thing that jumped yes. out of me. He's got a fucking massive gun and a six pack of bud. I mean, that's the <laughs> that's the-, the American dream right there. That is, she's also wearing heels, 
And they're on they're on that like iconic walk you do in LA that's like up the hill near the Hollywood sign. Oh, like they do yes. they go up there on a lot of episodes. <laughs> um, she literally looks like Regina George. Like comp- like she's literally wearing like a black leather mini skirt and like a tight pink top. Like she literally is six Regina. Six inch heels on a fucking <laughs> hike. On a mountain. <laughs> Wow, this is chaotic. Here's, here's another one. What's the book she's reading? Oh my god, I can't tell. It says something about profit. Out. How to profit from a monetary crisis. crisis? <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> is it how Look, to profit like... from the economic crash? <laughs> something like that. And like, I remember it was a running theme on the hills that like Spencer clearly did nothing with his days. And whenever <laughs> Heidi came home, he'd just be reading a new book. And they were always about like economics. <laughs> like, wow. can you give it up? Hey, You're not reading secretly that. Secretly an intellectual king. <laughs> and then there's... um. Another one where now Heidi's not holding the book anymore, but Spencer's now holding the book. Oh, um, interesting. And they're sharing a kiss. And yeah. I, the whole time, the fucking book is like held up in like a way only for a camera <laughs> to like see what the cover is. Like it's so they really, insane. Yeah, it's almost like they've been sponsored to like show this book to the camera. Honestly, they're probably <laughs> sponsored by Bud. Like yeah. there's another oh, one yeah. where they're reading it together and Heidi's like looking over his shoulder. Like it's so <laughs> it's it's just so strange. The that whole is thing. honestly, yeah, product placement. Oh okay. It is called You Can Profit from a Monetary Crisis. Is the author called Harry Brown? Like my brother's exact name. <laughs> Looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> Even with an E on the brown. <laughs> Did you fucking sponsor them? that's amazing (laughs) there's um another another fun pap photo so yeah Heidi and Spencer are renowned for calling the paparazzi to take pictures of them um they're they're entertaining but they're fame whores at like they're (laughs) desperate to be famous the most out of any of them on the show I'd say yeah are they still together yeah oh my god that's surprising shocking and I'm kind of like as much as I fucking hate Spencer and their relationship <laughs> okay this one this is when uh wait you described raw animal meat to help fertility so you've got <laughs> Heidi just chowing down on a fucking massive steak of raw meat like so raw like I can't even describe how raw this is it's like it doesn't even look like a steak it looks like it looks steak. like a heart <laughs> like it has I think it has <laughs> it ventricles <looks> it's so fucked and it's like in one of those like ziploc bags and she's just like pulling out the ziploc bag and like Ah. bless her trying her hardest to eat it but like who the fuck could even how like how would you tear through that we don't have the teeth for anymore it looks very like fibrous (laughs) it's so strange um so yeah that was another craze of heidi's to get the uh paparazzi pics to just eat raw meat as you walk along the street you think she was trying to get them gossiping about she wants to get pregnant or whatever but saying it's for fertility yeah absolutely like she just wants the photos i don't know mm. that's, that's yeah. not something people do <laughs> just like walking along <laughs> so i mean did you find it emotional when heidi and lauren had like their re- you know reunion where they were like why did we break up as friends kind of thing <laughs> see like at the time I, I felt so bad for Heidi and was like like I understood why Lauren didn't want to be friends with her like the whole 
mm. sex type thing rumor is obviously disgusting and like I completely get why um she didn't want to be friends with them like totally fair enough so for context like she just made up that Lauren had made a sex tape yeah it's a very strange thing to do well her and Spencer it's like unclear who did it was it Spencer or was it Heidi or was it both of them Mm. I have no idea why and it happened like in between seasons so they like made it was very unclear for like the whole series Uh, like what exactly was going on like they kept talking around it I was like can you just say what this is um (laughs) but like I don't know and like at the time I thought it was really sad that they weren't friends anymore and was like oh my god Heidi is like so alone like she's just been like classic Mm. terrible relationship she's just like lost all of her friends and now she's like alone with this man who's like disgusting um yeah (laughs) and look I still think that to a degree but like honestly watching it back recently Mm -hmm. I was like honestly they were friends for like a year like it's not actually that sad that they're not friends anymore like their friendship was very short and I feel like we were made in the grand scheme of things yeah and because they were honestly <laughs> just like suffering for storylines I think they I feel like they made it into this thing that was like they've been friends since birth and I'm like they were friends for a year they like got drunk together for a year <laughs> and like now it's done yeah. and like in any I feel like all of us have friends like that that we were like good friends within like uni or just after uni or whatever and then, like, we moved on and, like, it's not really a big deal. But, like, the show tried to make it seem like it was a tragedy. <laughs> the tragedy of their lives. My favourite was when, in that conversation, when Lauren says, I know, I think we should forgive and forget. So I want to forgive you and I want to forget you. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren had some good quotes. Like, oh, as, so as good. vanilla and bland as I think she is. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She did. Were they good quotes? Were they scripted though? Ugh, I don't know. Probably. Like it's so hard to know. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like they don't literally feed you lines. Like I think they, they massively shape storylines and stuff. But like, yeah, I don't know if they literally give you like things. To I don't say. know that one. That one felt quite like <laughs> something she wouldn't say. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. She was very like matter of fact though. Like the way that she said things yeah. made her seem like wise beyond her years kind of thing. Um <laughs> I don't know if she, I don't think she was, but just like she was so confident and like <laughs> the yeah. way she said things all the time is just like, no, this is this is what this is what the deal is. Like yeah, I remember one of her other quotes was like, flowers mean um sex and like chocolates mean love and was like that's the end of the story <laughs> <It's> like uh... <laughs> the gospel according to Lauren Cognac <laughs> one of my other favorite quotes by her is when um they're like at a beach party and like her and Lowe are together and also like her and Lowe together I find insufferable like they just act like 14 <laughs> year old girls um I feel like Lowe was just so sucking up to her all the time like she just wanted to be a series regular bad so (laughs) yeah that was so weird but they're like on the beach and Audrina brings Justin to a party who like god there's (laughs) a whole lot that could be said about Justin Justin Barbie (laughs) um Lauren's like bitching about him basically to low and she's like homeboy wore combat boots to the beach I know you don't want him (laughs) to be your boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) homeboy you cannot listen oh to this girl God. that like grew up in a like fucking cliffside five million pound house say homeboy it's like too much <laughs> it's an era really was it really was and like like another character on the show is um elsie's headbands for sure 
wow oh my god the hair accessories were wild and like and you know she was a fashion ingenue which is to cut them some slack it was like mid-2000s like accessories were insane at that point um there was a lot going on there was also the uh the craze of the you know like headbands that you'd wear like over your head kind of like festival Mm. style like the plaited ones oh yeah or like a just a really big bandana thing yeah we were we were all over the shop to be (laughs) that um yeah her like iconic look to me is like side bangs headband winged Mm. eyeliner and like yes. a lot a lot of business chic. I feel like she was always wearing. Yeah. But again, this is when business chic was big in the club. Like you wore mm-hmm. a peplum dress to the club. <laughs> so, so true. To be a career girl and Not then fault. straight to the club. <laughs> yeah. The only the only other fun fact I have is um apparently the cast like banded together to try and get equal salaries. Like, you know, when mm, they went on strike. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were like, oh, come on, let's just band together. Like, friends and modern family did that and Jersey Shore. Wow. And um, so th- they tried. say so surely they were paying like Lauren and the big, the main people more than like, I don't know, yeah. Lo yeah. or like Justin Bobby. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to assume it doesn't include them. I think we're talking main like cast, like Lauren, okay. Heidi, Audrina, Whitney kind of. Um, yeah but um but anyway they couldn't do it because lauren refused to join them (laughs) she 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 didn't want to tell them how much she was getting oh like they (sighs) knew she was getting more than them Mm, yeah and honestly i would have supported them getting equal pay because look they were all giving more than she was um oh yeah they were carrying her (laughs) like the show only continued because they were fun like (laughs) yeah but anyway whatever whatever great times great entertainment incredible thoroughly recommend if you've never watched yeah and (laughs) also um don't recommend trying to sing the opening theme feel the rain on your skin oh of course how could I forget well you you just gotta you just gotta taste that I tried to sing it karaoke recently and like (laughs) it's really it's a really hard song to sing like I think Mm. you forget how like that chorus is like such a horrible pitch (laughs) for like normal people (laughs) you'll sound she has a a specific like sort of mezzo alto voice or something (laughs) oh I don't know that's probably completely the wrong term, but, <laughs> but yeah, level. incredible song. I mean, I'm sure she's still living off that song. Like, mm. oh yeah, always. That being Natasha. Yeah, I mean, segueing into our next segment is also a great theme tune. Yes. Boy, 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 boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This show. I have so much. I have so much I want to reminisce about the show because I feel like it meant a lot to us, you know. Played <laughs> <laughs> in Chelsea. It, did. it, it was did. definitely a successor of The Hills in a big way. Like The Hills paved the way for a lot of these other shows. Yeah, it was. It was our version, but I mean, <laughs> if, if anything, even more unrelatable because it was just everything was so much money. <laughs> But did the, did Towie come first or did Chelsea come first? I can't even remember at this I'm point. I'm not sure. I feel like they were very much the same time. It's I'm the chicken sure and the egg. <laughs> yeah. 
um I mean as we know interestingly from like both reading Dolly Alderton's um memoir and seeing the adaptation of it recently like yeah. because she was like a story producer on Lady Chelsea yeah. like that was definitely highly set up and highly produced in that way like yeah there's no denying <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with this one as well like they were so much like worse at acting than the girls in the hills <laughs> but like it yeah. felt it, like even before I knew for a fact that like producers were involved in stuff I was like this mm. is fake <laughs> like, yeah because it's some of the scenes were just so jarring and terrible exactly. I was like this is really bad acting they like, just weren't like experienced and I feel like they just used to bring in kind of like random people that they were like dating or whatever without really like priming them for it. I don't know. Yeah. I guess maybe that made it more like real in quote marks, but they, yeah, <laughs> it was definitely not as polished. No, it's just like <laughs> fucking 5,000 of the same like character of Hugo from Polo Club. Like, yeah. <laughs> copy and paste constantly oh but so many good characters though honestly <laughs> like where do we begin I mean I want to talk about like the general vibe of it and the cult the, the cultural impact the oh cultural my god impact. What? <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah, I just do, feel like it, when it first started there was a real resurgence of like country chic like barbers and wellies yeah. and like hun- oh yeah like hunter wellies <laughs> Absolutely, like Jack Wills was in its prime <gasps> at this point. You were a big Jack Wills gal, weren't you? Oh, I know it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Um, I was. I don't like to admit it, <laughs> but we all have a past, and <laughs> we do. We all have darkness past. in our past, and we've got to let it out sometimes. You know, I was. Honestly. I was a Jack Wills girl. <laughs> it's okay. This is a safe space. <laughs> But yeah, it's also very much like you were saying that era of like peplum dresses in the club and like they used to go on all these really cringy like nights out and (laughs) or that were obviously had just been created for them to go to this club and like all meet each other and have conversations. (laughs) I know. One of my like favorite things to do as well is like look at the people in the background because they're all extras. Mm. (laughs) And like especially the ones like like because in the hills like they were actually like when they're in lady or whatever like that was a real club night like people were actually out Mm. you know like the background scenes and stuff were real whereas like with the hills like oh sorry with the made in chelsea it all felt like just extras like in the dates and stuff like in the background and like you can tell just like friends of all the the crew and stuff like (laughs) they'd just been put there Oh, yeah, they definitely would have hired out the entire club because, like, they couldn't have risked just having randomers in the background. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't fit the vibe. (laughs) (laughs) I just love how, like, they used to just set up all of these, like, places they would go, like the Bluebird Cafe. (laughs) Oh, my God, yeah. Such a thing. And then, like, one of them would just, like, walk in. They'd be like, oh, fancy seeing you here. Hi, and they'd always oh, greet each other by kissing each other twice on the cheeks. So I thought it was oh repulsive. my god, the double kissing! <laughs> I hate such it. a thing. <laughs> oh god, like once, once in a blue moon, like someone's tried to do that to me, and I'm just like, so don't know what to do. Like, uh, uh, uh. 
this is gonna sound like so wanky but we'll see did he abroad in France oh. and like it was very yeah it's very difficult to get used to all the kissing <laughs> see I feel like that's different because it's like part of the culture whereas like English people yeah. who kiss on the cheeks twice I'm like you're just a wanker like this they're trying no. to be French and they're not yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's not it's, it's not what we should be doing but no the, the French you know that's 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 part of it and don't they do yeah. three how many do they do Oh, it var- oh, it's a whole thing. It varies on where you are in France. Like I think in Paris they do three and Whoa. other places they do two. In some places they do four. Wow. You like, yeah. it needs to be like on the road signs when you go in. It's like- a lot. I mean, thankfully in where I was in Lyon, they only do two. Like I couldn't have coped with any more. You picked a good spot. <laughs> it's so weird how you have to kiss people you don't know. Like I know, that's like, I hate it. It's I not- never got on board with that. Also, it- when I was like 18, I would, like, was volunteering in France and I had to like, I remember like meeting this like old man who was another one of the volunteers and he was like, oh, we do we do the kisses here. You have to basically like, you have to give me a kiss. And I was like, Ew. I don't want to. Like, but it's like rude not to do it. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, that's gross. So weird. Anyway. <laughs> Back to um, back to the um the orchestrated dates in Bluebird oh Cafe. God. So like on the King's Road. Yes, the King's Road. I think everything was on the King's Road. Do we agree that the best era was like the Caggy Millie Spencer era? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like it was. My memory is honestly a lot more patchy on this one because like the hills I've revisited, but I've not revisited. Yeah. Um, Made in Chelsea, but um, I mean, it's still going. This is the other thing. I know. I only really watched up until the point where like Haggy left. I guess like probably the first three mm. or four seasons, um, and then I dropped off. But did see? Did you make it to Lucy? Because yeah, yeah, Lucy. I, was I remember amazing. her. She's she's memorable. <laughs> I loved her. Lucy is brilliant. Oh god, I was like rewatching like some of they have like these dinner parties and like some of the ones that she was at just like dropping these absolutely savage comments. And do you remember like them having a fight at one point and she's like, "Why are you getting up in my grill?" Oh god, yeah, that was embarrassing. And then Millie just started like pissing herself. She was like, "Who says that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that that's like she had a few clangers but um she had some great she she had some great fighting scenes yeah she was like so good that she must have prepared for them because i'm like who is this good at fighting (laughs) i know like come the comebacks i know another level like i wish (laughs) i could say this shit yeah i mean i could list some of my other favorites i was gonna say characters but i mean i guess they're real people (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, so many. Do you remember um Gabriella and Ollie? Oh yeah, that relationship we were told we had to believe in. The relationship. Um honestly he turned out to be gay. Yeah. That um, song that she sang. Yeah, the song. She was a singer. I was watching the music video for it. Oh god. And just oh, god. her voice is so funny. She's like, it's you just gotta really... fight for love. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving Anastasia like she was doing oh, honestly I'm but like a budget send me free <laughs> yeah. she's a pound shop Anastasia at best yeah. but um and then she's like auditioning people for the video and they're all like Ollie lookalikes <laughs> stop it no <laughs> okay. 
And she's like, but it's not about Ollie. <laughs> it's not about Ollie. <laughs> so good. Um, some of my other faves are Victoria. Do you remember her? And Mark Francis. Oh so my god! Like the, the two poshest people I've ever witnessed in my life. Yeah. Victoria was like the most horrible woman on the face yeah. of the earth. That's horrible <laughs> and, woman. Um, this is the bit that I was. Mark Francis was really funny though. Oh my like, god, he was so funny. Obviously, piece of shit, like horrible person, but um, yeah, a character. Like we we need a villain. Hundred <laughs> percent. There was a bit where they were. They were talking about someone taking someone on a date. Um, I can't remember if it was like Jamie or something. And he's like, and they're like, oh, I thought he's just, someone said, oh, I thought he'd just take her to Nando's or something. And he was like, what's that? Is it a wine bar? <laughs> <laughs> I remember someone like filmed him oh once going God. to McDonald's and like ordering um, like, a, like a Big Mac or something. And he was just like, oh, <laughs> doesn't it I, come with cutlery or something? <laughs> just like on Twitter or something? No, it was like for some kind of show. I can't remember. Uh, probably for comic relief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, Victoria, like, oh my God. I found this clip of, this is the one I was saying <laughs> the other day. Oh my um, god. Do you remember Cheska as well? I do. So, I feel um, like I was just all I don't remember anything about her other than I was always feeling sorry for her. Yeah, she was a bit of like a She probably doesn't want us to feel that. (laughs) But she always used to like stand up for people and like get into arguments. And she was arguing with Victoria about something at like a Christmas meal. And then Victoria says to her, just shut your fucking fat mouth, you fucking fat turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, Uh, Victoria. Amazing. Look up the clip. um, Themed her insult by the season. That's. (laughs) I know, Christmas themed. I'm going to do that from now on. All of my insults (laughs) over the next few weeks will be summer based. Yeah. You melting ice cube. (laughs) (laughs) We can make it work. Yeah. And I feel like there are some iconic moments with Jamie as well. I mean, Jamie's one of those you kind of love to hate or hate to love. I don't know. I found him quite funny. He was funny. I mean, he was frustrating because he was just a bloody child, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's like a massive dick. But <laughs> do you remember the bit where um him and Proudlock? Have been oh my the... god, Proudlock! I forgot about Proudlock. him. Proudlock. Oh, oh. but they'd been on some the dangly earring yeah. before everyone. Oh did god, it. <laughs> he was such a proto hipster. I know. Yeah, but um, there's a part where. For some reason, they've like they've not got anywhere to live, and they're like living in a hotel. Room. Oh, they're homeless, are they? <laughs> yeah. And then they've had some kind of massive party, and then the next morning, I mean, I don't know if they really were like hungover or if they just made it look like that, and like the room's like a mess and full of bottles. And oh my then, god, I um... love the thought of like some fucking set assistants like casually draping, yeah. like, pushed over <laughs> bottles around. things around the room. And um, Jamie's accountant turns up to like give him a talking to because he's been spending too much of the family money. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know, he's like the heir to McVitie's. 
How are we all um, watching this and enjoying it? Like, when we honestly could, like, so far away from like being possible to relate to. It's insane. I think that's why we loved it, though. It's just it's yeah, just escapism, I guess. I mean, it was, it was. But, um, yeah, it's so funny. And he's like, you know, you've been spending two thousand five hundred pounds a night on this hotel or something. <laughs> <laughs> And then that's basically why Jamie had to come up with like a business idea. Oh my god. Money, which is Kill why me. he started Candy Kittens. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> that's the narrative arc. Oh my god, that's so that's just so clunky. Like, how did we mm. even watch this? Yeah, but, man. Sure. But, um... I'm sure it was. The whole candy kittens thing. I mean, interesting that it's still a thing. Like, you can still buy those sweets. I mean, I'm not surprised. So... It's just an extension of McVitie's. Like, they're very successful. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they know how to make a sweet treat. You think is is this company just owned by McVitie's? Well, I mean, it's their money. I so. <laughs> they made yeah. it, so I don't really know how that's different. <laughs> but, very true. Yeah, I mean, look, they are still going. Yeah, they're still going yeah. strong, I guess. They're, they're in all the waitresses anyway. <laughs> they are. But I remember when he was setting it up and he's like, oh, we've got to get like all these girls with like long legs or whatever to be in the promos. The they can be the They can be the kittens. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty gross. <laughs> oh. Um, um, oh, I want to talk about some of the best like fight scenes. Like, oh my God, please. Do you remember um, Millie getting up on stage at like a party and revealing that um oh that Hugo cheated on her yeah yes (laughs) so dramatic it was it was huge like oh yeah obviously I thought this was all real at the time and I couldn't believe that yeah oh my god (laughs) incredible I'm trying to remember who it was with because I feel like she was on the show too but I can't think it it wasn't it it was Rosie Oh yeah! Oh my God, Rosie. She's like, I just wanted to thank Rosie Fortsky for sleeping with my boyfriend. my boyfriend. <laughs> I know. Um, oh my God, that was high drama. Honestly, the height. Um, <laughs> there was also a bit where Millie reveals in front of Louise that Spencer cheated on her, and then Millie slaps Spencer and walks off whoa she was she was so good at like a big reveal yeah she also had some really good sake like put downs I love that yeah. about her she was she was very sake I remember when she um she left the show because she was uh getting married to Stephen i.e professor green oh my god do you know I forget that even happened and now she's <laughs> back with Hugo I know crazy I knew that marriage was doomed from the start <laughs> <laughs> professor green this is professor oh my god yeah (laughs) um there was a bit where spencer was like wearing this hat like a baker boy hat (laughs) and like she her and someone else walk in across the room she looks in she's like he looks like a chubby baker boy (laughs) so savage oh my god i mean we've got to talk about the fact that yeah, Spencer had a glow up. Um, his first few seasons with that long hair oh. and like all the suits, yeah. he was like so gross. He was actually just eaten. He was such a <laughs> yeah, such a puppy, and he was always like pining over Kagi. It was never gonna happen. Yeah, that long hair couldn't <laughs> deal with it. 
Next, <sighs> way better after a haircut. Yeah, right. Just to come back to Millie a final time, one of her, my other favourite scenes with her was, so like her and I think Rosie are in the park with her dog. <gasps> that cute little French bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> Victoria turns up. Um, so I was trying to pet the dog. They're obviously having like, they hate each other. So it's a bit of like a confrontation. And then um, the dog like snaps at her or something. Millie's like, sorry, she usually likes other dogs. <laughs> It's so funny. I'm so using that line on people when I get a dog. And her delivery was just like, she was so good at those put downs. I don't remember her being this iconic. No, I feel like she wasn't in it for long enough. Like, I think she only did like the first yeah. few series, didn't she? I think Professor but, um, Green ruined everything. I know, right? <laughs> no, Stephen. I love Millie. I think That's Kagi so and Millie are still like besties. I should, we should have done like a where are they now section. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine. I mean, Kagi's become like a sort of um, Zodiac influencer. What? Okay. <laughs> you know, that was not what I was expecting. She has a podcast about like star signs and she's all like yeah. mystical. Fair play to her. She's all mystical. She's a mystic Meg now. Yeah. Obviously, Spencer has this whole like family thing going on now where him <laughs> and his wife have like a show together. Classic. Yeah, um, he's got a few different podcasts, I think. Like, yeah, one mm. with Thug and one with Jamie. Oh, yeah. Forget about the one. Oh, do you know who I haven't even mentioned yet, which is, who's, who was one of my faves back in the day, is Francis. <laughs> Francis oh, <Ball>. my God. <laughs> uh, oh, such a bumbling fool. <laughs> very much. I think, I, I honestly think, like Francis went on the show being like I'm going to be Hugh Grant and like oh my god he literally thought he was suave he did like it's <laughs> I mean I feel bad for him but like he was being Hugh Grant in Notting Hill like there's no oh, other yeah. explanation for it it's <laughs> undeniable so he just always tried to chat people up and was just so embarrassing <laughs> but it was but I found it quite charming to be honest oh stop I think it. I actually quite fancied him no. <laughs> the only reason I'm going to make sense of that is because you found him the least threatening. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was quite funny. There was a bit where, um, <laughs> clip when he's in like a rowing boat with, do you remember that, was he called Freddie or something? The guy with the really long blonde hair. Oh, Fred, yeah. Frederick or something. Um, so like, they're like about to go rowing together on the Thames, obviously, in like a little two. <laughs> and then like fucking shit they got these people about, to do I know France is talking about how he's going to try and ask Kagi out or something it's like obviously that's not oh going to happen and then he just falls in the water <laughs> and like rocks the boat over and capsizes it Francis does <laughs> yeah oh my god Hugh Grant again this time in Bridget Jones yeah exactly Bumbling Hugh Grant. And then um I could write a whole dissertation on this, like yeah. Going scene the by Hugh scene Grant-ness. and, and see what character he is facing <laughs> on this time. Um oh, and there was also a bit where he went on a date with this girl and he skateboards into the restaurant and then falls. Oh my off. god, I remember that. <laughs> god, they, they were really trying to do something with him, weren't they? They really were. I don't know what it was, but it was something. I mean, it was entertaining, to be fair. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, he entertained me. 
watched some episodes together back in so we were in like oh my god we did we were in our final year in sixth form or maybe like both years of sixth form I can't really remember but well mm-hmm. it, was, it was in sixth form um and we had this night that was like infamous and went down in history as mm-hmm. made in Chelsea night <laughs> and like Chelsea night. I have no idea why it was such a big deal but well actually I do a bit because You've reminded me now now that we're talking about that fight that this episode was the first episode of the new season after the big reveal of when Rosie um, had cheated. So like that was like waiting to find out what happened. And like, obviously this is before we could just like find everything out on like Instagram or whatever. So like we genuinely had no idea what was going to (laughs) happen and we thought it was all real. So we were just like fucking gagging for it. We've been waiting like months to be like, what the fuck is going to happen? It was, yeah. That's amazing. It was Kana and two of our other friends. And um, we we watched it as like pre-drinks before we went out to Worcester that night. Yeah, Um, on a Monday night. (laughs) I can't believe we used to do that and go to sick for the next day. (laughs) Those are the days. I honestly think those, I've thought back on this and like how I wasn't hungover or whatever. And like, I think I would have like four drinks in a whole night, I swear. Because we'd like have like, I'd probably have two drinks to pre. And I'd probably buy Mm -hmm. like two drinks out. I was like, no wonder we were fine. No, like, because we had... We were going out on our Saturday job wages. (laughs) Oh, my God, yeah. We we were going out on 20 quid a night. So it'd be, like, taxi there and back and, like, two drinks. Maybe a drink from a boy, if you're lucky. (laughs) Like, that that was was it. That was usually the goal. (laughs) (laughs) Taxis are expensive, man. Well, it was quite far away from Malvern. We're going to the geography. Uh, niche content again for us. Yeah, this is this was the era of when you put a whole album on Facebook of a night out, and like there oh were God, so literally. many photos of that night. It's obscene. Like I taking your camera so <laughs> on the night yes. out, like digital cameras. Oh my God, wrapped around oh. your wrist, mm. ready to so go. Good. Like literally, finger <laughs> on the fucking shutter. <laughs> like, I know. I would hate to think what what photos were on Facebook of me from that era. Like, I know it's terrifying. I found one of that night out though, and um, I'll post it. But oh, me and beautiful. Kat and I are doing an impression of Francis apparently, and like I can't tell. But <laughs> I don't really get it. I don't know. I don't remember him having a specific facial expression, but I'm sure we nailed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you ready for the third and final installation? Of this trifecta. Yeah, man. Always. <laughs> so X Factor. Where do we begin? We have a we have a regional local connection to the X Factor, which I feel like we have to mention. <laughs> because we actually nearly won the X Factor. Oh my god. We we auditioned and Simon Cowell told us that we really had something. Yeah, um, a la, a la Liam Payne, that he formed a band around us. Um, I'm actually the best selling uh member of One Direction. I don't know oh if you know God. that. Liam oh, Payne gosh. needs to stop. Can we just honestly, like, he's he's so annoying and such a dick, but like it's honestly getting to the point of self destruction at this point where I'm kind of like, oh my God, please stop talking in public. It's like, like you can't stop watching, but also. It's so but like cringe. he's so unlikable that like it's hard not to enjoy it. The accent is like baffling. What's happening to him? Do we need to intervene? 
Clip off to the Oscars when he was asked about Will Smith and he said that he lived next door to him. Yeah. And like, oh God. Oh God. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. Trying to make fetch happen, Liam. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Anyway, like, oh God, anyway. You forget what you forget their humble roots. Like, this is where it all started. I don't. And I I, I like I make it my point to like never forget about slurs <laughs> beginnings. Yeah, where my they favorite came thing from. is to like go back and like look at what they were wearing in two thousand five. Mm. Be like, oh, oh Kim Kardashian, you actually <laughs> used to wear um, a V neck top with a belted waist and a pepper uh, skirt. So. And remember when you used to be Paris Hilton's little bitch? <laughs> yeah, assistant. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the case that two thousand and ten was the absolute peak of x factor and it never got any better after that what year was that who was on it that year so this was the year of 1d share lloyd um wagner (laughs) (laughs) and i feel like who even oh and that was matt when matt cardle won at the time i was very into matt cardle i mean i don't know what happened to him but Boring. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I do think that was the best year. Yeah. I suppose so Little Mix weren't this year, were they a different one? They must have been like a year or two after that, I think. They weren't the oh. same year as, as 1D. That would have been like yeah. too much. <laughs> um it would have been two directions. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was the last year that I watched actually, because I don't think I watched Little Mix. Really? No, yeah. I don't. I don't know that I did either. But they were also another put together band, weren't they? Yes. It's such a weird concept. They're just like, oh, you guys were all like separately, like okay, but like together, you could be <laughs> a big thing. Okay. And like, I mean, neither none of you are good enough to make it, <laughs> but <yeah>. together, <laughs> you got to admit it. Um, I mean, a million of them obviously didn't make it, but Fair Play, Little Mix, and One Direction are two of the most like successful bands mm, in yeah. history. <laughs> so it's kind of mad though how much some of works. some of the contestants got hyped like at the time, and like some of them really did have gone to have amazing careers. I mean, look at Harry Styles now, but like yeah. other ones, like I feel like you know Leona Lewis. Like at the time, we were like, oh my God, she's incredible. She's going to be the next like Celine Dion or something. And now I'm yeah. like, Yeah, I mean, she had a respectable career, I think we could say. Oh yeah, like, I feel like she did. It's not like she just had one album mm. um, and like the winner album. Like she had a few successful albums, but then I yeah. Mean, yeah, she's obviously fizzled she now. Like she did better than um poor old Alexandra Burke. Oh my god, I was gonna mention in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's an icon though. God love her. I love her. She's amazing. And like I just like they did her dirty. They gave her shit songs. They really did. Bad boys. Oh the bad boys. (laughs) Like (laughs) given she got handed shit. And like it annoys me because I I feel like she was a similar style to Leona Lewis, but because they'd had her recently, they didn't want her to be the same. So they were like, okay, we're going to make her into like a dance pop act. But like, it was, and they just gave her absolute shit to work with. And like, it's kind of widely known now that whenever they like all these X Factor acts that get signed have zero control over what they do. And they're just told what to Mm. do. 
So like, yeah, and it's all Simon Cowell's fucking management company. Yeah, and like, which is literally they... called Psycho. <laughs> Can I just oh, add? <laughs> fucking fitting. Oh, and like, yeah. I think it's pretty telling as well that like, since One Direction, I mean, look, I'm not gonna insult like One Direction's music. Like, it was fucking fun. Like, I liked it at the time. Oh yeah, back but in the day, it was. A I pop. just think it's it's pretty telling that like as soon as they all had their solo careers, like they all went off in completely different directions that were like, not like One Direction mm. at all. Like you got oh, Louis yeah. doing very like acoustic-y, you know, Ed Sheeran style lab oh, I forgot that and Louis then... actually existed. <laughs> I think he's got a very <laughs> successful career that I only realized recently. Really? But, like, I, I did he's not realize. He's very successful, yeah. I mean, I obviously don't listen Fair to play. his music, but yeah. Mm. And then like Zayn went very like R&B, you know that mm, kind of route and then yeah. harry obviously more like rock influenced and i mean we're not even gonna talk about liam um and then <laughs> i don't think liam Niall knows had some niall had a few few songs as well oh sorry i fucking mixed them up i was talking about niall when i was just talking about louis oh uh, fair <laughs> sorry <laughs> louis like, i haven't heard about louis in years no my bad i meant now um sorry. But yeah, like they all went completely different directions to like what they were doing with One Direction. Like, I think it was Zayn that was saying like he basically hated the music they did and he oh, wouldn't yeah, play I'm it. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> and I was like, I just think it's kind of sad that like they all clearly hated what they were doing. <laughs> and, like, yeah, yeah. But like they just 100%. they don't you know they don't get any fucking say in mm. what they do after these. No. After these wins, so it's like how good these contracts are shit basically. Yeah, I wonder if Cher had any say in the Swagger Jagger. <laughs> I feel like she did. <laughs> I feel like she probably did. Oh man! See, I... Like to be fair, that's the only one whose like immediate music I think made sense <laughs> mm. in, a, in a way. I'm like, yeah, yeah like that's that's what she does. It fit her vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, so I don't know if you guys know, but Cher Lloyd went to our school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so claim to fame um I mean not really yeah. but <laughs> at mean, the time in back in 2010 it was big it was a BFD it, it was a big fucking deal <laughs> where they do the whole thing where they like go to the hometown like <gasps> honestly did you go the, the, the tension in Malvern was palpable <laughs> were you there I was there I was there I was ah! there with I was there with bells on <laughs> This would have, um, yeah this was like the year before we were friends or something so we like yeah oh, yeah um honestly I mean my my mum was the teacher at the school that the primary school that she went to so they went and filmed at the school as well shut up I know I mean I don't think my mum was on t I don't think she was on tv but she could have been <laughs> um but honestly that was so that was so exciting because literally that was, that, that was exciting stuff like that never happens in Malvern okay <laughs> no like and it's it's yeah. just a classic home girl place. done good basically honestly I, I remember like when they went into that scene of like okay now it's t- time to go to Cher's town like when it yeah. was on tv and like I <laughs> Like when Cheryl was in the car, like going through Mulvey, <laughs> I, I could like see like out of her window and I could see a wall of like Mulvey rock because we have like quite distinct rock <laughs> yeah. in Mulvey because it was like yes, quarried and like the way that they like do the walls and like I could recognize the wall that she was going past <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's the wall. The wall. 
Speaking of like the locations, my, I always loved it when they got to go to the judges' houses for like one of the houses. rounds. Those um, houses were so fake. They're literally <laughs> just Airbnbs in Mallorca. I mean, except for like the ones that went to Louis Walsh's house, they would just be in like the arse end of nowhere in Ireland. And like you could tell they were just fuming because the others all got to go to like Spain, like oh my God, LA, I know. whatever. And they were like, I'm in County Kerry or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, no, no, no disrespect them. to Ireland, but like, you know. <laughs> no, um, my, my boyfriend's Irish, so I absolutely can't be in Southern Ireland but you know you you'd rather go to LA <laughs> it was always cold and gray and they were obviously just like oh Louis fuck yeah sake. the others are like performing by the pool in their like gladiator sandals and <laughs> Aztec print yeah. dresses from forever 21 and they're um good. and then they're in like a fucking wooden living room <laughs> and it's gray <laughs> outside and do you remember when Cher Lloyd had to do it and she'd like lost her voice yeah I remember the dress she was wearing I remember it so vividly (laughs) the like orange dress and it had like almost like like things on the shoulders like it was like a shape it was like an Aztec sort of look or something I don't know Um, Aztec prints were so it was such a thing and like neons yeah, I definitely had a neon Aztec print top. Same. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just this bit where this like, she's like, Cheryl's like, okay, whenever you're ready. She's like, I'm ready. And Cheryl's like, you said that was some determination. <laughs> she's like, I'm ready. <laughs> oh my God, she sounded so Scottish then. <laughs> yeah, no, that was awful. Sorry to... Determination. <laughs> I'm sorry to Newcastle. <laughs> You said that was some determination. <laughs> oh. oh, it's so good. And another another era that we lived through. Yeah. I know. I I, is like, X Factor still on? I don't even know. It, it was cancelled, but I've heard rumours of a reboot. And I'm mm. like, just Ugh. fucking stop vlogging a dead horse. Like, Let it lie. <laughs> like, the thing is, it's probably still making loads of money. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie I watched like an episode of Britain's Got Talent um like a couple of months ago just because I was like at my auntie's house and it was on oh yeah and um it was really it was really entertaining I'm not gonna lie (laughs) I I kind of forgot like it's just pure like good you know and like Britain's Got Talent is obviously more like a variety show or whatever like different sorts of things but yeah Ugh, I don't know I just find them like pure emotional manipulation and I hate oh them. I mean yeah <laughs> I'm like I'm not playing into your game I'm not like it's like we're gonna make you cry here we're gonna make you laugh here and I'm like I just, I just and it's all just like so produced and don't like, tell me I don't know <laughs> I mean obviously again we all know now that like there's there's auditions before they see the judges and like oh, they yeah. purposely let through awful people who they think are going to be funny mm, on tv that is really like, icky, it's, isn't it? it's it's gross because like there's some that are so in- ridiculous that like they're obviously doing it to get on tv and be funny and like fair mm. enough <laughs> they ask yeah. for it but like i do think there's some that like honestly think they're good and like it just makes me feel gross that like yeah. previous judges were like yeah you're through and like obviously i mean that was yeah and that then was like, people like and then Wagner, when the judges 
I mean, to be fair, he did well, though, so, like... <laughs> I mean, Wagner was great, but, that. like, he was obviously, like, a joke know, contestant, you... though, to a yeah, point. Yeah, he was novelty. That was when, like, novelty acts still existed, like, mm. fucking the cha-cha girls. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> the cheeky girls. The cheeky girls. <laughs> the cha-cha girls. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Remember... Oh, we used to love a novelty act. Like, on every Now mm-hmm. CD, there'd be, like... At least one or two. Oh, yeah, songs. like the Venga Boys, or yeah, <laughs> All of like for a, a school disco track. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I just like. I also hate that this was the era of like men on TV being absolute assholes, but mm-hmm. we have to respect them because apparently they're really good at their job, oh. so it's fine. And like, like he made being a dick his personality, so it was almost yeah. like you couldn't criticize him because he's like well Mm. that's just me that's just Simon but he's so good at his job I feel like he's paved the way for people like Piers Morgan you know Gordon Ramsay on like Hell's Kitchen being a literal cunt (laughs) like (laughs) clips of Gordon Ramsay on Hell's Kitchen are like hard to watch like it's gross like how awful he is to people some of it is and like and yeah like Piers Morgan and like Oh, I don't know. It was just such a time where, like, mm. and like, even like The Apprentice and stuff. It's like he would oh, like yeah. belittle. People. That was part of it. Like he had to like belittle them, 100%. shout at them. Yeah, that was know, part of it. It was just so normal in the two thousand. It was like we loved it. We lapped it up like mm. as a culture. We're like, oh yeah, all these like asshole white men who are really good at their jobs, so they can be an asshole. I'm they like, can say I whatever just... they want. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so ugh, true. I just hate it. Hmm. Yeah. So that's why I don't want to expect it to come back. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, but I've not watched it for years. I don't know if that like if that still flies, like him being a dickhead. I mean probably. He might have he softened in his older age, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. And like it was just so like obvious what they were doing. Like it would be like, and then you have to have a nice one to contrast him. So it'd be like mm. Cheryl or Sharon yeah. would be like the, the woman would be the nice soft one. <laughs> I just don't know if anyone would get on board with it in the same way, like, these days. I just don't know if, like, telly... Well, I feel like Love Island actually is the only exception to this. But, like, telly doesn't provide such an event these days that, like, everyone's watching the same thing and talking about it. But, like, I do feel like... I wish I could talk about Love Island more, but I've literally never seen it. Um, But I feel (laughs) like that is... What yeah, that's that an does, interesting one that, that manages to get such a crowd because yeah. again, I don't watch it, but it does like feel like it does. But I feel like they've just tapped into like I don't know, getting people to talk about it on social media and stuff. Yeah, and like, yeah. like at the at the peak, like yeah, that kind of One Direction time, um, like you couldn't not watch it because like you would just be behind no. on like your whole like social life everybody was watching and that was kind yeah. of I kind of loved that about it like we were all sat in front of our tellies every Saturday and Sunday night I mean yeah. probably because we were like teenagers and we had nothing else to do at that time because we were like 15 yeah um I wa- yeah to be fair I wonder if like 18 to like 22 year olds or whatever were really into it because it, it was perfect no, for us. I doubt it. we were it. probably just at home. <laughs> yeah, like I was just watching it with my family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Interesting. Yeah. I reckon, yeah, I mean, I don't think students would have been watching it. No, probably not. But, but yeah, like as you're saying, just 
the whole like the whole country is watching it <laughs> so, like, yeah you and you could speak to anyone about it and it like bridged age gaps and like <laughs> like you could talk to like any type of person about it because who do you want to win <laughs> yeah yeah I I'm pretty sure I actually paid to vote for the final of that year of 2010 I definitely I remember voting for Ollie Mers oh yeah Ollie Mers <laughs> I really liked him um yeah, no, I can't remember I who won his at the time but... Maybe Little Mix. I don't know. Or Alexandra Burke. I can't remember who he was with in his cohort. I think he came second. Yeah, he did. definitely didn't win. Definitely was second. He's done really well, though. I mean, he's had a whole career yeah. as a presenter. He's now, now like a presenter. Yeah. Smashing it. I liked some of his songs. I liked the one, Please yeah. Don't Let Me Go. Mm, and I just want you to dance with me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's given us. I mean, it was it was deeply problematic as a show, but it's given us some uh, some bangers. Yeah. Oh no, there's definitely some fun memories from it. But it's like, mm. I mean, like any show, really, when you delve into it, there's dark shit behind it. Oh, of course. I don't know what show is innocent Nature. apart from hopefully Bake Off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was also listening to podcasts and reality shows recently, and they were like, Bake Off's the only one that they feel like was not tainted in any way or like you can't say anything bad about it because it's just so wholesome so yeah (laughs) I know it would break my heart if there was a dark side to bake off (laughs) yeah I don't know I was like thinking about why it was so popular as well and like I don't know if this is a breach but (laughs) I think Mm -hmm. because obviously it was in America as well like um like more pop idol I guess at the start like so that's about yeah. like Kelly Clarkson Carrie Underwood my um, god of course fucking um god wait Jennifer Hudson Adam Lambert yeah. like they had, they had some huge ones in the American one like Jennifer Hudson really is now an EGOT holder so yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it's pretty wild um but I think like it kind of it was just like classic American dream shit wasn't it it was like yeah. any normal oh, yeah. person can be lifted from, from nothing you know their job as whatever like just normal um and like yeah I'd be a superstar and like I mm-hmm. think we've just we've kind of wised up to that idea now like yeah. <laughs> like you know I mean we're not gonna go into why the American dream is like you know racist and <laughs> no. fucking, yeah um capitalist and a whole load of shit <laughs> I just think like it's just really not the time like I don't know like as not everyone but I think in general as a society we're not as willing to like accept all that shit anymore because we're like well it's probably mm. that simple is it <laughs> like, yeah there's a lot of privileges totally. involved and blah 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 we're more and, cynical like, about it these days I guess yeah but like in and, a good way <laughs> yeah no absolutely um but yeah I don't know and like, I just think in the, like the more recent seasons, even though I haven't watched them, <laughs> I'm guessing mm-hmm. it kind of just became more about the judges than the contestants. And like, yeah, I don't even know who the judges are these days. It's <laughs> like you started because I feel like at the beginning, like you knew what you were getting every year. It was like Sharon, Simon and Louis. None of them yeah. were singers. And like <laughs> it just it felt like cozy and like normal having the same people back and then like even though they made drama out of the judges obviously but then mm-hmm. you like move 
but then it got to the point where they were like getting new people every year there was like Nicole Scherzinger and yeah um, Talisa and oh my god fucking Gary Barlow I almost boss. didn't mention have you ever seen that clip of so like you know in the finals they they used to get like the judges to sing with their like main contestant <laughs> Um, oh so like at one yes. point Nicole Scherzinger is up on stage with this guy and she literally grabs the mic it's off Matt him. Cardle, right? Oh <laughs> no, my god. It's not, it's someone else, but like she's he's literally trying to sing his bit. They're like doing a duet and she like snatches the mic off him. It's so funny. <laughs> it's Nicole so Scherzinger. To watch. She's wild. <laughs> she's I think she might be awful. <laughs> <laughs> she might well be. <laughs> do you know she like you know um pussycat dolls were doing a reunion like very Mm. recently the last few years she like the rest of the band found out that that was no longer going ahead because she put on instagram that it was no longer going ahead and then they just all had to see it on instagram and be like uh what (laughs) she calls the shots like that band may as well be called nicole and the pussycat dolls because literally I don't know, I could do, I could go, like, on a fucking, like, rant about the Pussycat Dolls, but, <laughs> we'll yeah, the rest of those time. gals had no, nothing, no say, no rights. Yeah, mm-hmm. the tyrants, tyrant, what's the word? Tyranny of Nicole Scherzinger. <laughs> there we go, there we have it. It's a small snippet of reality TV from the 2000s. Oh, we really covered some absolute classics there, though. So. We did. It was definitely <laughs> the glory days. Like, mm. it's not the same anymore. I mean, I'm not really pulled to watch anything anymore. Yeah, but. I mean, I don't even feel like I'm missing out on Love Island, to be honest. Maybe I am. Maybe I should get into it. But every year yeah. I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> And like I see so many clips come up on Instagram and stuff of like mostly just ugh, idiot men on the show mm. that I'm like I would just I think I just get too pissed off watching that show it just depresses yeah. me. It is. I like, do. They're or they're just in the same house every day doing the same things. I'm like, is that actually fun to watch? I don't know. Look, it looks. I mean, I guess it's giving Big Brother. Yeah, very much yeah. that. But like they're being forced to date, so like it is kind yeah. of genius. <laughs> maybe um, we should watch it next year. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe Wait for us this year. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. We'll call the day. Well, thanks for listening. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and rate the podcast, please, on whatever platform oh, you're. Please do. On. <laughs> Unless you didn't enjoy it, in which case, keep it to yourselves. Yeah, no, still give us a five star. Throw us a phone. Yeah, man. What are we doing next week? Oh, next week we are doing um the sociological experiment of school discos. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm so ready. <laughs> it's gonna be a deep dive. British deep cut. Oh, <laughs> come school disco. Wait. <laughs> Iconic. Right. right. Ta-ta. Be in your ears then. <laughs> See ya. I nearly just left the meeting immediately. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>